Hello and welcome to another episode of From Stretford to Singapore. I'm your host, Anne Morgan, and today we're going to be talking about positivity and especially being positive when you're facing a move abroad or you've just arrived in a new country and you're settling in. And to help me do that, I have surrounded myself with three incredibly positive women. And uh, I'm, I can't wait to hear what they've got to say. So I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves. So turning to you first, Claire. My name is Claire and I am French. I moved uh, to Singapore five years ago, going on my sixth year from uh, Switzerland in Zurich, um, having lived there 12 years. Okay, I'm Vanessa. Hi, I'm Vanessa. I'm from Puerto Rico. I've been here for three years, and uh, I moved from Mexico after being there for 11 years. Wow, yes, and, and Marangeli. Hi, I'm Marangeli. I've been living here for one year, and before that we moved from Canada. We were in Toronto for three years. Wow, so you've done two moves in, in you know, in fairly quick succession. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, how did you find what what um, what did you do when you first arrived that made you feel more at home? Okay, here in Singapore. Yeah. I'm trying to think because one of the things that helped me was I wrote on Facebook that we were leaving Canada, that I was sad about leaving, but that we were looking forward to coming here. And all of a sudden, I had people telling me I've got friends here in Singapore. And so they contact, by the time I got here, within the first week, I was already going out with someone. That right. Someone had, you know, all, all these friends that all of a sudden I was making within a week of being here. Yeah, so it was, it was that thing of starting, you know, starting to put out the, the, the tentacles to get some, to get a network so yes. that you had people to, to talk to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and Claire, what did you find? L I'll be very honest, I left S Zurich crying in the airplane and my children <laughs> were wondering where what on earth was going to happen and um, like yourself Marangeli mm -hmm. what made the difference other than the first time the first morning I woke up I just opened my eyes to greenery and the sun which of course is great when day by day it's the same thing over and over again um, was also the encounter of, um, of women of, of people who took me out and um, same thing connections um, some women just came came up and offered to tour me around uh, but one of them in particular her name is Noelle um, offered me to have a drink somewhere and then um, she said what what are you doing right now and I was with a, with my little one and sh I said I don't have any plans she goes okay hop in my car I'm gonna tour you around every single area that you should know of and then you can make a decision of where you're going to live and it was it was pouring rain <laughs> yeah and but it was the best thing ever and then from that point on it just it, rolled it took on. off and yeah. i think that that's sometimes the case isn't it for me it was the same it's that one person that you meet and that just lifts you up and, and vanessa yes um for me it was um i wondered a little bit more i think uh for me it was also tough to leave uh Singapore, um, Mexico after after so long, and uh, but it was so different for the kids. You know, I came with uh, three teenagers, and I think they were ready to experience something different. And uh, that's I I concentrate myself into into that and to um, make sure they were having uh, a good time here. 
Yeah, I, th- I hear that a lot, actually. You know, uh, people obviously settling their family first and then concentrating on themselves. And, uh, you know, that's... Uh, that uh, well, that can be a danger. There's that dangerous time once the family is settled, and then suddenly you're kind of on your own. And, and how did you know? How did you feel? You know, once the boys were all, you know, they they were happily settled. You were in your new apartment. Then what happened? Then it's when you start um, asking yourself a lot of questions, and you. Um, I think the first thing that you do is like you try to join uh, a social group, trying to find somebody that has uh, the same interests you have, and then you just move along and to see what happens. There's the great thing about Singapore is that the um, expat community is so big that it's easy to connect. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's so big and it's within reach. If you were in large cities like Shanghai, for example. I know that that's a, that's mm-hmm. another experience. Yeah. And going to your question, Anne, um, we did our move to Can- Canada with our son who was in 10th grade. When we moved here, we were empty nesters. So it was a completely different move. The first one was very similar to Vanessa's, making sure our son was uh, had adapted, was at the right school, that kind of thing. This one, we didn't have to think about him. We were thinking about him all the time, but he was at university in the U.S., and just, I guess, we had to concentrate on ourselves. So it was a completely different move, one from the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a double whammy a little bit, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, being an empty nester and changing countries, you know, leaving your child behind. And, you know, that that just conjure up. Because yeah. cause I found, I mean, w- we don't have children. And what we we never expected to, uh, to, to move abroad. Um, and... The, the weird thing, you know, when I actually landed, it was that strange dislocation from the family, you know, from being around, you know, even though I don't have children, obviously, you know, my nieces, my, my sister, my parents, and, you know, just leaving them all behind and then trying to build this new life. Um, but the, there was a strange freeing as well. You know, suddenly I didn't have to do what I did before. I, it was this huge reinvention as well, which actually um, was was very. I, that gave me a lot of energy actually, and that's and I really enjoyed that aspect of it. No, definitely. I, I remember thinking, I don't have to cook at night if I don't feel like it. Before, <laughs> yeah. I always had to make sure he had a good meal. But this time, it was just like, you know, if we feel like just having a salad, we can have a salad, and that's and we can just walk out. So it's been completely different moves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, must, I must admit as well, I, I kept things simple. Um, you know, I had two or three things that I wanted to do. Um, I, I mean, I wanted, I wanted to make friends. And I actually, I wanted a job as well, but I didn't care what job. You know, I, I, you know, I completely forgot what I'd done before. It was like it didn't exist. And I just thought, I'm going to just look at some jobs that I think I've got some idea about, and then I'll, I'll apply for them and just see what happens. And, you know, it was that. And that also was 
kind of liberating because you know I wasn't trying to be oh I must be you know I must get the same salary or the same position it's just I'm I'm going to just look at things with a fresh pair of eyes and I think that is true um, in the sense that I think as women we reinvent ourselves when we make some of these moves maybe we don't stay with the traditional job we had before coming here but all of a sudden we've got to think of what are you know what are the strengths that I bring into 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 any job and just kind of like you know make it again the other thing I was going to tell you was also the sense of community that you have to create around yourself if not this move can be a little too much for anybody so I think it's also who do you associate yourself with? I think Vanessa said about joining groups. You guys talked about um, having making friends quickly. You have to build your own community to be able to feel good about where you're living. Yeah, definitely. Def definitely. I, I mean, Claire, you've got uh, several communities, haven't you, that you've built, you know, in your schools and in your business. And, and how important has that been to how you felt with the move? All the communities were built one after the other, or I entered in one after the other. I should say they were already there, of course. Um, the only community I, I put together is the one around my business. Uh, but these, these um, enthusiasts already existed. They just needed to be linked up. Um, in terms of uh, the communities, they were natural because I have young children, and so there you have an investment with the school. Um, and um, then, of course, there are multinationalities that surround my family, um, either through our expatriations or our upbringing. And there again, you have another community. <coughs> then there is also who I am and who where I feel the most comfortable and for that my choice was made very early on and I knew what I where I wanted to be what I wanted to do the other thing I did is I I thought well this is one opportunity to um, continue learning and I, I mean I learn every day and there is never an end to learning and that's kind of my motto um, but I just thought this is the time to maybe go back to school or do some e-learning and so forth. So I did one s a degree for myself personally, something that I really wanted to have for a long time that is non-related non to work, and then one for work, one professional degree. I did that for four years. So I didn't collect them. I just supplemented and did uh, whatever I did not have the time to do when I was a, a busy corporate executive, and um, I'm happy I took the time to do that. Um, now I'm applying my learnings, and um, that was also a new community to get in. So it, it, it very much is driven by um, what you want to do. I, I would say before joining a community, you really know, need to center yourself and know who it is that you are and what it is that you want to do. If you enter a community like a lost soul and that you are, you, you just are waiting for someone to um, uh, track you somewhere, um, I don't think that's the right approach. Oh, it's funny, I know, <coughs> it, 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 you're right. And um, we've had a few conversations about this actually where you know people are quite definite in what they want. I wasn't like that, it has to be said. I was more of the lost soul. I joined everything. <laughs> so it's like, and absolutely, some things worked and some things didn't. And I even, I even got a job in insurance at one stage. And uh, uh, to say it was a disconnect is an understatement. <laughs> but the, the good thing was, 
because I had a fairly um, upbeat attitude, to be honest, it, it, it wasn't, I knew it wasn't forever, and I also knew very quickly it wasn't for me. So I was able <coughs> to extricate myself yes. from it because the, the worst thing would have been clinging on to it forever. And then, you know, it, you know it, it made me miserable. It wasn't, you know, it's not fair on them. It wasn't fair on me. Right. And it's just like, I, you know, I, I mean, but I, I did the exams and everything. It was so funny. But it, it's, it's, it's consigned to history now. It, it comes with experience. Right? Comes you get to know, experience. actually, that wasn't for me, so let's just rethink who yeah. am I really and what do I want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But I think I totally lost my vibe when I came here. I was very lost. Um, I think I cried for almost a year. Yeah. I was, you know, it, w it hit me really, really bad. Um, and then one of the things that happened to me, wonderful things, was when I met Maria Angeli, and she was just arriving to Singapore, and she was full of things to do and very, very happy. And I, I asked her, I was very honest with her, and I said, what is that you're doing that you seem so happy in such a short time? And so I invited her to my house to have tea. And there we were talking for I don't know how many hours, and I told her, look, this is what I'm doing, and these are the communities I've joined, and yeah. yeah. But the thing that it's exca exactly what you said is like you have to be honest with yourself. You have to go through that process, and it's not easy to challenge. Yeah, which an expatriation uh, makes you... Makes you do it. Oh, yeah, and, and faces you with um, very, very abruptly, especially one in Asia, which is far from our mm -hmm. original culture. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. And of course, it, it, the doors will close, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and they cannot be opened again. I mean, you cannot replicate what you had somewhere else here. It is a definite, you know, you, you can blend some things, you will discover new things of course. but you will never replicate what you had before and I think and that catches you at times and even I mean I've been in Singapore nearly 10 years and I still have moments of what the am I doing here because you know I mean and, and they're very small things mm -hmm. you know but it, it makes me feel either homesick or or dis disorientated and and it's just because that could happen anywhere yeah. at any time. I mean, that's life. Yeah. And it's the hardest for us, the trailing spouse, what they, you know, what they mm -hmm. call that, because your kids go directly to school, the husband goes to work, everybody, they have their own community kind of set up before they arrive, and we are just left there. Yeah. And yeah. so it's, it's, I think the hardest is for us in a sense, yeah. but you just have to surround yourself or make, like I was talking, you've gotta make your own community. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I, uh, mm -hmm. I think it, the, what the important point in what you're saying is uh, maybe there is a seed of us being positive to start with. Maybe there isn't. Um, maybe maybe it's just a half a seed, right? Maybe, but then it just grows. Whatever the initial, and I think everybody has it. Everybody has it in their soul one way or another. But then it just grows as you meet people, as you create opportunities, or as you latch on to opportunities that are presented to you. It just, you're, you're, Positive, positive attitude just grows and grows and grows. And meeting Vanessa, meeting Marangeli, meeting you, and you know that, like, that's times four already. Yeah, <laughs> or times three already. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think, you know, you're not going to find it in front, in uh, you know, on your computer screen or in your apartment. And I think the the worst thing that can happen is when people withdraw inside 
and don't get out uh, because you know from what I, I'm hearing around the table it's getting that one person or that one community and from that igniting yep. th this seed of enthusiasm or nice. this 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 feeling of you know it's that that spark of posi uh, positivity that then will propel you on to do some you know to, to learn a little bit more about yourself or to settle in or just to just to have a laugh yeah, yeah. you know and to, and to be a, you know to find a, that essence of yourself that that can be lost at mm -hmm. times I, I did have um in june i was extremely tired i was just wiped out and i couldn't even do anything i was just so tired so i turned to my husband and i said i just i don't know what's going on i can't run my business anymore i'm just really tired and he said well let's just take the time off sometimes that's what you need to do and um it was time for us to go on vacation so we did and then um you know i came back and completely revi revitalized and i went back on I, I, I was lucky that it only lasted a few weeks, but what I mean to say is it there are times like that too, and that's also okay. Yeah. That's also okay, and then you rejoin your group again and your crowd, and then there you go. You're, we're back on the, on the ascensional spiral, I would say. Yeah, but it does require, you know, it, does, it requires a lot of energy, and it requires a, a lot of, um, I suppose, intentional behavior you know actually getting on with it um even if you don't feel like it you know and 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 you have to put you know put yourself into quite a lot of different situations that perhaps you you know are more natural in your you know that you don't have to work so hard at mm. in your in your home country but when you're abroad you, you have to put a bit more of yourself out there and uh, and and there aren't you know that can be hard yeah because it's all on you. When you talk to your family about your experience, very few people understand what yeah. you're living. So it's a lot on you and your community. And how did you, Vanessa, get out of your one year of hardship? I think it was more about um, when you want to be positive or you want to choose that it's like when you're, when you're having new glasses, eyeglasses. All of a sudden, you think you start blaming the place, or you start blaming yourself. What? What is? Why I'm so miserable? Mm. And all of a sudden, you wear these glasses, and everything is just clear and nicer. And that's what positive uh, means to me. Like I try to, okay, I'm in this this situation. Let me see it with a different in a different way, and. Um, but it took a lot of myself because there were a lot of things that I needed to change. And I took the time to work with myself. I'm still working with myself in a lot of things. Uh, but it changed dramatically. And it was like it was uh, like a domino effect. After that, you start just meeting the right people and everything is just like a wonderful coincidence. It's everything is just everything start working. And you say like, oh my God, this is the place. You know, I'm really getting into that inner space that I can actually uh, be open and talk to anybody. And and it's not only just to make yourself seeing the good part of it. It's also, as you said, is you have to be realistic. There's sometimes that it doesn't work, but you will you will suddenly you know that you're gonna you're gonna grow about about it, and things are gonna be just fine for you. 
Yeah, nothing's forever. Yeah, actually, either the good or the bad. You know, the the, the com there is constant change. Yeah, and um, and that's certainly something that as an expat you come up against all the time is things changing, people coming, people going. You know, something was here yesterday, and Singapore never stands still. You know, it's always changing. Yeah. But I love that idea, Vanessa, you were saying about looking through a different lens mm -hmm. at the same thing. You know, you can make it look different from inside. You mm -hmm. know, it's actually the external event doesn't change, but the way you, the way you look at it does. I mean, that's, yeah. that's uh, you know, that happened to me as well. It's, it's just that change of attitude can lift something from being, a, you know, a pretty much a disaster to actually you know what <laughs> this is this is fine this will pass this too will pass mm -hmm. i'll look at it differently it, it will turn into something else yeah and i think the power of, of positivity is not just like relying on the fact it's something natural in people the power of positivity is co being consciously positive mm -hmm. being consciously kind to one another being consciously um looking at those um, at those events with this lens and just doing all of this in a conscious way and just with the will to develop and to grow in a positive way. Yeah, definitely. And I think being thrust into a brand new place at a brand new stage of your life is a great opportunity to, for good or bad, you know, to stand back and think, you know, this is this is the rest of my life. This is the start of the rest of my life. How am I going to? How am I, how am I going to fill my yeah. days? Who am I? What what am I going to do? And what choices do I have realistically? And I think that's another thing as well. Is you know, I, I, when I left my life behind, I knew I I couldn't have it back. You know, I couldn't do the job I did in in, in the UK. It didn't exist here actually. Or, or it didn't exist, in, you know, in, in the same way. So it was a necessary reinvention. And, um, you know, and some things I had to, to let go of. I had to, you know, and, and let, letting go of ambition was w was a <laughs> huge relief, actually. You know, and, and I didn't think that it would be. I, I think, you know, but it was. It's not any ambition. It's ambition in that context. But you have other ambitions in another context that you're yeah, that's true. growing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, your person. Yeah, you do. Your personality does, I think. Um, you know, become more examined, shall we say? Yeah. Being positive doesn't comes from your naive side. Comes from your knowledge part mm -hmm. of things, knowledge in yourself and and getting to know, uh, getting the time to educate yourself and getting to know your surroundings. Yeah. That's where positive comes and doesn't come from just wondering. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I think m m a lot of these moves also create a sense of empathy in us. I see the new people moving here, and I try to make an effort for them to have a better time, you know, because we might say we're positive now, but, you know, a while ago we really weren't. And um, I think there's, there's something about taking, you know, or giving kindness back, and I think someone mentioned that, you know, just going out of your way and making sure other people have, a, mm -hmm. have an okay entrance into living an expat lives life. Um, some people have been living like this all their lives. Other people, this is the first time they've left their country. 
So just having a little sense of knowing what they're going through, I think also makes you a little more positive mm -hmm. if that's. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I think that's a, a, a great um, example, you know, and, I, and youth, I have to say, you three are living examples of that. And I see that. Uh, you know, I see that every, you know, every time I'll, I'll, I'll just um, for, for the listeners benefit, um, the, the four of us are in a running group and um, I ha the, the, uh, these three ladies are incredibly welcoming to any new people who, who join our running group. I have never seen, you know, people go out of the way as much as, as, as you guys do. And that makes such and I, you know that. You can see it in people's faces, actually. Sometimes they're bewildered. Sometimes they're a little bit dis disorientated. You know, they've just landed. They, they've taken a brave move. You know, it's, it's 90 degrees, you know, 30 degrees C <laughs> with 100%, you know, with 90% humidity, right. and they're going to start running. When you put it that way, when you put it that way, Anne, we might have to think about another sport. <laughs> <laughs> And they start by saying, I think I'm going to die. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to take the liberty now, actually, of just reading um, an excerpt from a, an e-book that I, I've written. Uh, it's called The Good Habit Guide, uh, and, and Being a Trailing Spouse. And I don't think any of you have read it, but the interesting thing is, um, you know, I, I wrote a chapter about positivity. And anyway, here it is. It's called uh, Share Your Umbrella. One Monday morning, I was shuffling forward to get onto a bus when I was rugby tackled out of the way by a tiny 14-year-old girl. Singapore is the land of kiasu, which translates as the fear of losing out and instills in people the desire to always be the best, come first and never lose out. This includes not being behind anyone in any queue ever. Bloody hell, I thought, as my knuckles descended to the floor and gloom engulfed me. What on earth am I doing here? As I got off the bus, rain bounced off the pavement, and having stupidly left my umbrella at home, I prepared to be tropically soaked. Then at my side, an older auntie appeared, stretched her umbrella over both our heads, hooked her arm in mine, and we walked together, my spirits lifted and faith restored. This simple act of kindness, juxtaposed with a simple act of thoughtlessness, has remained for me a vivid example of how a person's actions can have startling consequences for the way other people feel. Getting into the habit of being more pro-things than anti-things can also make a profound difference to how you feel. For oh, the law of cynicism is strong, and the urge to indulge it sometimes overwhelming. Before you know it, dark clouds of pessimism gather, leaving you miserably questioning, doubting, and dismissing everything as not good, not as good, and not worthwhile. Horizons narrow, and the mortal danger of being engulfed in an eternal negative energy vortex becomes a reality. Thankfully, switching to a more pro-mindset doesn't mean turning into an insincere Pollyanna, but it does mean pulling the reins on any automatic negative reactions. 
Having a more positive, lighter outlook takes real work. As someone who is naturally overly worried about what other people think, my resting face is a study of pinched, watchful anxiety. Being in a new land where the shedding of professional identity presented the opportunity of reinvention was daunting and involved me having to awkwardly learn many new skills from scratch. One of the first things I decided was to get over unnecessary self-consciousness, especially around status, and do things with enthusiasm and a lightness of spirit. I don't think this did much to lighten my face, but it did open my mind and heart to myriad opportunities that I wouldn't have had a hope of pursuing in my previous life. Sometimes the opportunities presented may not be the kind that you wished for yourself. Remember, it's not forever, but it is for now. It's worth putting your heart and light into where you are, and through this, generate an infectious enthusiasm, both for yourself and, just as importantly, those around you. While working for the American Association, I came across the saying, hold on tightly, let go lightly. I took this to mean that whatever you apply yourself to, Give it your fullest attention and your best effort. But if circumstances or desire mean that you have to change your course and move on, then let it go with grace and light. Don't simmer, brood and worry yourself over something that has gone or tie yourself in knots over a perceived slight which long ago should have been consigned to history. Interestingly, Cultivating the habit of positivity will not prevent weird moments of disconnect, loneliness and hopelessness. These feelings can be far out of proportion to the event that triggered them and can happen at any time throughout any period you spend away from your homeland. It's useful to know this so that when it happens you can ride it out, knowing that you will eventually return to the light. Many people around you are taking their first tentative steps in a new country or they're trying something for the very first time. Sometimes they will succeed and sometimes they will make a right dog's dinner of it. Having a go is brave and deserves applause. By adopting a more supportive, sunny approach, you could be the inspiration to launch others into a different sphere. Or you could simply be a person's only light on a dark day. We are all just getting by. Take a moment to do a small act, of act to make someone's journey a little brighter. My own attitude was only part of the reason why I, a diffident average woman, was able to do things that I wouldn't have done earlier. In the course of my time abroad, I've seen many people do the following and more for the first time. Publish articles, speak in front of large groups, write scripts, serve on a board, record podcasts, start a business, work in a startup, volunteer in a charity or community. The main reason these opportunities presented themselves to me and others is because of people who radiate light who go out of their way to offer encouragement and advice. Without them to galvanise and guide, courage fails and dreams remain unfulfilled. In summary, 
Starting again in a new country where you have no identity or support is tough and bewildering, as well as frustrating and difficult. Know there will be days when it's hard to raise any enthusiasm. Treat yourselves and others with kindness and know that you deserve to walk in the light. Finally, if you are struggling to find the light in yourself, then be the one who reflects it for others. Be to someone else the person that you need. We all belong to each other. Share your umbrella. Ladies, I thank you so much for joining me today and being, and being my light in what sometimes is a dark world. And um, just before we say goodbye, and Claire, I believe you spread the light through champagne. Oh, I do, I do. You can reach me at um, on my website, through my website, www.simplychampagne.co. Thank you. And thank you, Claire, Marangeli and Vanessa. You can find out more about the Stretford to Singapore podcast on the website, celebratingthestory.com.